The name of this podcast is Judith Butler's Theory. My name is Irma Leal, who will be working with Jerry, Tate, and Wendy. Irma will be discussing Butler's background information. Jerry and Tate will be talking about Judith's theory, and I will be mentioning her modern work. So who is Judith Butler, and how did she come about? Well, she was born February 24, 1956, in Cleveland, Ohio. She was raised in a Jewish family, and according to her own words, she was initiated into philosophical thinking at the age of 14 by a rabbi from her local synagogue. She then attended Bennington College, then Yale University after that which included a Fulbright scholarship to Heidelberg University in 1979. Then, in 1984, she received her Ph.D. in philosophy from Yale University. Her philosophical training was primarily in German idealism and phenomenology. Butler is now the Hannah Ariat Chair at the European Graduate School and professor at the University of California, Berkeley. But back in 1998, she began teaching at Berkeley as the Maxine Elliott Professor in the Department of Comparative Literature and and Critical Theory. She is an American philosopher and gender theorist whose work has influenced politics, ethics, and the fields of third-wave feminist theories. Her qualities as a thinker are reflected in her passionate interest of what she has at stake in the present and in her future. Through the engagement of conversations with associates in and outside of the scholarly world, Butler's academic accuracy is pursued through innovative and critical readings of a wide range of texts in philosophy, psychoanalysis, and in literature. She challenges the confines of disciplinary thinking. Judith Butler is also known for her critical voice in social political discourse and debate. Her work also shows a concern with the constitution, production, and reproduction for a better life. She integrated her tactics and education from philosophy with a feminist theory which produced her famous gender trouble, feminism, and the subversion of identity, where she questions the assumption that there is such a thing as a unity within a woman's experience in 1990. Judith Butler's article, Performative Acts and Gender Constitution, an essay in Phenomenology and Feminist Theory, discusses that gender identity is a performative accomplishment compelled by social sanction and taboo. In this case, gender is formed in the everyday acts of the body, that being influenced by performative acts, meaning what is implied in society mainly, and it is always being created over time. We forget how these performative acts are adapted and made to believe this is how we should act depending on our gender when it is only a creation of gender identity. Gender and choosing to act without approval from society is not the case. Instead, gender is a guideline of expected behaviors to follow through acts of the body. 
Butler suggests the concept of theatrical acting by the person performing acts that is of gender norms, as contrasting to the person's freedom to act on their own will. With that being said, Butler brings up the point of how there is space during the construction of performative acts. Butler explains this space as, in its very character, as performative resides the possibility of contesting its reified status. This statement challenges the long overdue perception by specific gender role behaviors. These social expectations are making us feel under pressure on a daily basis, and what's worse, it's overlooked as a seemingly appropriate manner of conducting oneself. Exploring this space is disapproved by the social expectations other than the space that is assigned by our gender. Butler argues that bodies become gendered through a legacy of sentimented acts, which are ratified over time. The main resolution she ends on is quoted as, relinquish power to expand the cultural field body of gender through subversive performative acts. This means to surrender to gender norm and instead rebel to the repetitive acts shown to us as a society of how to act and move forward with the acts of a natural diverse body, being an individual to society. Along with performative gender, there has been a large misconception of sex and sexuality in terms of society's acceptance of a binary, which caters to a phallogocentric narrative. The binary is very contradictory and ignorant of the variety which exists in the world. When taken from these constructs created from the male perspective, the us versus them mentality is very exclusive in terms of human nature. The binary of sexuality, and accepting only heterosexuality and homosexuality, and then only understanding those concepts under a lens of maleness and femaleness ignores those who fall in alternate categories. In regards to her book, Gender Trouble, Judith Butler discusses the discourse which takes place but often misrepresents those it has long chosen to ignore, either due to lack of understanding or difficulty in approaching the topic. Women and other sexualities tend to fall under these sets of ranges, which men in their definition of heterosexuality do not lie. By being outside the male schema, these ill-fitting constructs emerge and attempt to simplistically define and categorize complex human phenomena. One is not born a woman, but rather becomes one, written in The Second Sex by Simone de Beauvoir, which expresses a concept of feminism, but is much more representative of the existentialism which de Beauvoir was known for. Judith Butler also takes the theories of Freud, Foucault, Levi-Strauss, Mary Douglas, Gertz, and Julia Kristeva to analyze these societal gender misconceptions. The only way to break the stigmas brought upon society from the present binary is to continue to deconstruct and replace old language with variety, which properly incorporates all existing identities while leaving room for those outside the recognized norms. Nowadays, Judith Butler gives interviews, speeches, public presentations, and can be found on many platforms globally. Her work aims to further understanding and equality and has been used by many today, especially those in the academic field. One of the ways she communicates this to the world is by using her post-structural approach to spotlight issues in politics. 
Her objective is to frame a debate that breaks from questioning the validity of minority sexual identity and focuses on the act of discrimination. Her approach removes categories from the conversation since that has been used to shift the focus from the issues in the past. Judith Butler's work has also influenced scholars like Rosemary A. Joyce, an author and anthropology professor at the University of California, Berkeley. She used Judith Butler's conceptual vocabulary from her gender performative work to make sense of pre-Hispanic Aztec 16th century practices. This helped identify a status that crossed biological sexual categories with regard to Aztec body markings and ornaments. These findings helped better define Aztec gender performance, which would not have been found otherwise. We the people, the utterance, the chant, the written line is always missing some group of people it claims to represent. Quoted from Judith Butler during her interview with Stephanie Burbeck. All things considered, Judith Butler's contribution to current civil rights inequalities has reached a wide audience, including influencers from diverse backgrounds. Thank you for listening. Follow Judith Butler on Twitter for the latest updates.